What's up, my people? We back. It's a Sunday. We got some football going. You know, it's season three. We got the second episode kicking off. Had to drive up the little highway a little bit to get my boys from Mizzou, the little Kirkwood area. Got T, Jaco, and Jace. How we doing, y'all? What's up? What's up? Um, I actually met T, Jaco through uh, one of my old boys, Caldwell, back in Mizzou, and through Brendan Pierce. Shout out, Brendan. Um, had some wild days back in Mizzou. So ever since then, like the first link up, we was close. Uh, and then a couple weeks ago, I met the boys, Jason, all them, John, and all them just real good crew to be around. So I'm trying to get up here and move to the city. And uh, these are guys that I come up here and kick it with. So just tell people about yourself. So uh, I'm Trenton Jaco, man. Uh, sort of call me T. Jaco. I've been living up in STL for a year and a half now. Where'd you guys graduate? You guys graduated same school, right? Yeah, Fort Zumwalt North. Yeah. yeah, so we went to high school together at Fort Zumwalt North. And then I ended up going down to Mizzou. And that's where I ended up meeting Swerve and, I mean, shit, what was it? My junior year my sophomore year? 18? 2018? It was 2018 when you came through and it was like instant. Swerve came in we just like dapped up and then we was riding around with each other all night just fucking in my house. from there. (laughs) My house, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we were at my house. Where's that big ass bar in Columbia? I swear it has like three levels. It's got like TVs everywhere. Um, God, it looks like... Kind of like talking about Big Twelve. That Big Twelve, yeah, yeah, that was lit at night. Yeah. We went there fucked up that night, and I was just fucked up, and I didn't know what was going on. Was packed. Let me think about Harpo's, because Harpo's got the top level, the middle level. Yeah, it's got, got three levels. Yeah, like, that's yeah, that's Harpo's. That place Harpo's. is nice. I went there fucked up. That was the first time I met you guys. I was like, Columbia is too much for me. I don't know how you guys handled that through college and shit. What was it like getting through it? I know you guys like, you guys love the life, so. <laughs> I mean, shit, I've. It's crazy because my, my experience is kind of different because I guess I pledged a fraternity my freshman year, but I didn't end up living in house till I was a senior in college. So it was just, I mean, it was weird for me, man, but it was fun. I mean, that was the main thing was like initially right off the bat, you got to know you're like, I got to get my shit done mm-hmm. or else I ain't going to be here. No right. <laughs> it was just very simple. It was like, you know, man, this is fun. I'm having a good time. Been like, did you guys, you and Jace go together? No, I didn't go to the zoo. Where'd you go? Dropped out? Yeah, I went to community college for like two years. And I'm in that point right now in my life, dude. Yeah, call it quits. So. Dude, it's just like community college, too, you you realize that you're putting money into people that don't really even give a fuck. Right. Like, it's just like to keep their things afloat and get more students and shit. It's not yeah. it's not like it's benefiting you. That's why if I'm going to go to college, I'm going to go to university, you know what I mean? Especially oh, being an athlete and going to play juco ball, and then the COVID happened. And it's like, I was supposed to be at D1 a year ago. I'm taking two steps back. So it's like, man, fuck all that, you know? Mm-hmm. Fuck all that. But yeah, Jace was living down at uh, with us in Columbia, like while we were there. So were you just working? Yeah, yeah. I was trying to go to Mizzou for a while, but after like six Too much. months, I was like, yeah, this just can't happen. So you start making money, bro. It's just like there's more shit to life than right, all that. I'd rather have a check every weekend. Oh, 100%. Do that and work my pod and shit. I mean, that's the thing. It's like sometimes I go back and look at it. I'm like, man, I was like, I'm glad that I got an engineering degree because like if I would have went back and like got just like a business degree or something, I'd be kind of stressing. So I'd be like, fuck. That and like, nah, I gotta, I don't know. What's the difference between Columbia and St. Louis? That's a good question. Um, I'd say the biggest difference is like, you know, like Columbia is more of like just college kids, whereas more like St. Louis, you come back and it's kind of just like a, a mix of everybody. So you gotta like watch what you do more? Or? Uh, I mean, not necessarily. I mean, you, you know, we still have fun out of the bars in St. Louis, so. It's like uh, Columbia is like built around Mizzou. You know right. what I mean? Like that, that town thrives off the campus and like without. Mizzou, Columbia would be nothing. Cause Columbia College ain't bunch of hippies. 
Columbia College ain't really uh, popping. But if you look at Soulard, though, it's like a little town built just into St. Louis. And you guys got everything right here. Downtown's right there. Oh, yeah. You can go to the county and do whatever. Illinois is right there. So it's pretty. That was the best part about getting the golf cart is we can just fucking whip that down to Soulard, whip it to downtown. You guys enjoy Mardi Gras right here? Dude, last it was like last year. It was weak because of COVID and everything. But like the year before, it was cold though. Yeah, the year before it was yeah. Oh, it was lit that year. We came out. That was actually my first time being to Mardi Gras and shit. I was twenty two. I might have been still been twenty one, but that was when I was like, this is actually a real party. And I'm hoping this year it's legit like it was. Because I mean, they canceled the parade and everything. They didn't even have a parade. Right. So being uh, Jason, how old are you? Uh, 24. 24, we're all the same age. Yep. So, you know, being our age and life and shit, you know, we all got to, we all probably at this point of our life, we got roommates and shit, you know. What's the, um, what do you guys wake up and think, like, you guys wake up and like, have, I wouldn't say that midlife crisis question, but you guys wake up and like, damn, what the fuck do I want to do in like a year or two? You know what I'm saying? Or well, like, I mean, do you just feel like you're in the same motion ever or you got I mean, more, you got more to do or you're just enjoying like right now? Uh, or are you looking yeah. for a girl to do the next level with or? For sure. I mean, I think that we have at least like another year or two doing what we're doing now. Right. So I don't know that the pressure's set on yet. You know, maybe like closer to like when we sign our last lease, I guess. You know, which none of us really know when the last one's gonna be. You know, year after year. But you know, once that actually gets set and we have like, hey, like this is the last year we're living here. At, at the end of this lease, like we're all even. That's when everything really starts setting. Like, hey, like what am I gonna do after this? You know, like you said, like the girl thing. You know. Dude, the girl thing's big, man. In life. Yeah. Oh, I mean, 100%. It's like, you know, you meet a lot of girls, like, throughout your days. And it's like, you know, there's a few, like, oh, I can see myself with her and that. But, like, I still haven't met that girl that eventually right. I would be like, man, like, you know, shit, you moving where? I guess I'm moving too. You know what right, I mean? Like, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, we're guys, like, sex is, sex is cool and shit. But you come across some girls, you're like, damn, like, she's interested. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you want to yeah. put some time into. So, right. I, I, I've never been in a rush to settle that. And then you got people, I don't know if it's like that with your guys' friends, but people where I live, like, Marrying at 18, 21, getting divorced a year later, and it's just like, because you're Russian, you know? I'm just yeah, not in a rush for shit. That's one thing, is I'm never going to be rushing into getting married or nothing like that, you know what I mean? Because I guess today it's like, what, like the divorce rate for marriages is like 52, oh, it's high. percent like, It's high. Of all marriages? Like, Our generation is different, too. Like, girls nowadays, you'll get a girl that just want to fuck on you and not want nothing more right. and then you might want something more and it's just like you gotta play that distance and <laughs> you get know what I'm saying the world yeah. is the world's just weird nowadays like I had a girl she was telling me she was telling me uh, one of my friends was calling her on her phone I, you know it popped up like I know him so I was like you know what's up with that I mean I don't care but she was like I'm just kinda out here doing whatever I'm like what? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you were like but if we were doing whatever. that it'd be a problem right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. we were just out doing whatever and you know we, you know how we move, but it's just like, damn, you try to settle down, you're never the good guy. So I'm just like doing me. So I just wanted to ask you guys that because I feel like 24 is that hard age, man. It's just kind of like. No, no, 100%. It's like, that's the thing is I feel like a lot of people like set timelines for themselves. But in reality, everybody's got a different timeline. Mm -hmm. Everyone, you know what I mean? It's like Morgan Freeman, like he didn't start acting in big movies till he was like 55. Right. right? So imagine his progression of his life from when he was like 20 to 30, you know, where he was like. He was probably 29. He was like, man, like, I'm probably never going to make any money. I'm never going to. I mean, he probably wasn't thinking that because clearly he had some kind of goal in mind. But just that saying, like, the timeline kind of thing, it's like everyone's got different timelines. Right. Everyone's going to experience success at different points in their life. You know what I mean? I feel that. We'll get off that. We'll go back to the little swerve and talk like that. <laughs> We're just getting warmed up. NFL, week eight, big topic. Last week was fucking crazy. 
Parlay, they got these boys in here got me on the parlays and shit. It's really, <laughs> it's just fucking interesting. The hype is real. Um, I was doing it like for free on like a poker thing and shit. And like a, like just, a pick them, like just picking the lines. Yeah, just picking them and yeah. you could do like money line and shit, but it was, it wasn't for no real money. Just learn how to read odds and shit. And I was like, when I first came and hung out with you guys, like, yeah, we do this all the time. I was like, fuck, yeah, that shit's hype, bro. And it just, it just makes sports so much interesting to watch. Why do you guys buy into that a lot? And like, what, how do you know? Your pick is like. <laughs> I mean, like whenever you bet, like if you win your first bet, like that's when you get hooked. It's like once you win your first, like real big bet, and you're like, man, I can tell the future. <laughs> <laughs> we you know? we always joke around with Jace. We call him the Oracle. We're like, oh, because I mean, he was on a, he was on a hot streak a couple weeks ago, just yeah. winning and winning. And like that's the thing about sports betting is like in college, it was like I was on one of my buddy's books, and it was like. It was like When'd you guys start? When'd you guys start? Uh, I'd say probably about three years ago. 2019 is when I, 2018, 2019 is when I started like betting like kind of whatever. And then 2019 was when I really was gambling like, you know, I was, you'll catch yourself sitting there at 7 p.m. You watching, you know, a McNeese State basketball game. You got McNeese State minus eight. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you up, Into there, it. You up in there jumping up and down about <laughs> McNeese State up by six with like 10 seconds left and you're like, shoot, shoot. You know what I mean? What like, was your guys' uh, biggest hurt in a bet? Like biggest like heartache? Oh man, Buffalo uh, when they lost to Tennessee on Monday night. Damn. Two weeks ago, yeah. mm-hmm. I was, uh, they were the last leg. I had Buffalo money line. Uh, it was 20 bucks to win 450. Damn. That's still like, yeah, I feel that. Yeah. So that one kind of hurts, but yeah, that's, that's the beauty of sports betting, man. Like, that's that's why you do it, you know. My friend told me the other day, though, because I just do the $10 bets for, like, grands. Like, I try to hit them leg yeah, parlays, yeah. and he's like, well, if you look at it, man, like, you got 200 more, like, you got so many tries to lose two grand. So yeah. he's like, keep trying, and, like, you're just a couple games away. It's just like, fuck. It's just like, fuck. What was your biggest heartache, Jacob? My biggest heartache, I'll literally never forget this. I think it was only, like... We put like fifty dollars on like an NHL parlay. It was like three teams, and it was the Canadians and Calgary were the last team to hit. And I had the it was, was it like under over under? No, it was Canadians versus Calgary, and I had Canadians money line. And it was two two in the end of the third period, and dude, with like a minute left, the Canadians scored, and we start going crazy. We're like, let's fucking go, <laughs> Canadians! Dude, they review it, they take it back. Because it was goalie interference, they said, when it was, oh, it was a bullshit call. Damn. There's no doubt it was a bullshit call. So it ends up going to 2-2 into OT. Calgary wins in OT. It oh, was, my dude. God. Because, like, going from being like, oh, I just won, you know, the last leg of the parlay, I just won 200 bucks, to being like, <laughs> you know, from winning all the way back to losing. So that's right. like a $250 swing, you know? I feel that. I haven't got, I've, I haven't touched into, like, hockey and shit. No. Almost touched the UFC last night. But I feel like UFC is a sport that can... You know, one knockout, you know, you go extra round. I had, it's just, yeah. I feel like it's, just, and it's hard to pick that every fight's going to go to the distance when, you know, like Chandler and fucking Gaethje, like, you would think that, but Gaethje can knock fucking Chandler out in the, that's, in the light, that's you know? the thing about the UFC is that one punch can end the fight, and so that's what moves the odds down, you know what I mean? It's like, was Usman going to beat Covington? It was like, man, it's like, I don't know. I told you second round, I was fucking God. Yeah, and it was so close. And that's the thing is that Covington is nice. Yeah. Like, he's got a chance, and he proved last night that he's definitely worth. And, like, hey, Usman even said, he goes, that's the number one contender in the division. And that's respect right there, you know, after the fight, because, like, they don't like each other. And, you know what I mean? There's a difference between not liking someone and respecting someone. Right. And, I mean, shit, I had had a bunch of money on all the fights. I ended up being even because I had a bunch of 
money on like some early like uh, the prelims. Yeah, you do that. Yeah, no, I don't do that. What's your favorite uh, sports bet on, Jace? Sports bet on? Yeah. Oh, definitely football. Football. Yeah. Um, is I, basketball more? Oh man, basketball to it, me is just so unpredictable. Yeah. It's like with the spreads and like teams only need to win by one in basketball. Like that's the thing with football is like. You know, you got teams that are just significantly better, and like they're just not gonna like the games aren't gonna be within you know three or four points. So right. I feel like the spreads are easier to bet in football, but yeah, basketball to me is just so unpredictable. I do I do bet it, but I'm just gonna do it. So would you uh, give some starting betters some some tips? Two tips. Um, don't always go for the favorite. Don't don't be afraid to throw yes. A, yes. throw yes. throw an underdog in there, especially in the NBA, man. Especially in the NBA because you'll be. You can get some teams that just such a good like a plus plus money like the other night it didn't hit but I took Sacramento versus the Jazz at plus three hundred just because like whatever you put on there it's three times your money like right you know I, I didn't I honestly didn't for some small change yeah and like they were in it to the very end like it, it came down in the last two minutes of the game so like if I can have a plus three hundred uh, underdog be in the game the last two minutes like that's all you can ever ask right because right? like you're supposed to get blown out so. for sure but yeah I would say my number one advice for someone who's getting into sports betting would be to pick a unit and to stay consistent in what you're doing. And so my unit is $25. You know what I mean? Like that's like... Like one. weekly? So yeah. Like or one. like per so betting like, thing? So like you pick your unit and then you pick how many units you like that bet for. You know what I mean? So it'd be like, I put three units on this because I'm confident in it, you know, and like today I put one unit on Cowboys first half minus six, which that got blown out the water. But it's like, you yeah. know, I was like, I'm one unit confident that you know if it's like that's why you need to pay like a game more than I put two units on it so I'm putting fifty dollars on it and it's like me and Jay's kind of got different strategies because I'm a big straight bet kind of guy so like today I put like three different straight bets in and then like a one unit parlay with like all the teams that I had straight betted but Jay's is more of like a consistent parlay kind of guy so like he'll bet you know twenty on three team parlays but he keeps betting twenty or forty on three team parlays so. It ends up coming out consistent because if you start getting crazy with, all right, I'm just gonna bet you know 70 bucks on this, uh, 30 bucks on this. You kind of gotta get a system in your head with how much you want to bet and how confident you are in the bet. So, if I was, so would you say if you got if you're close, say if you're putting five leg parlays in and you're hitting three of the five, should you always maybe single bet that game to be get your money back? Do you talk about hedging? Yeah. So. Me and Jace talk about this all the time because Jace is always like, he's like, Jacob, he's like, should I cash this out? Like, should I cash it out? <laughs> and this is my thing. is like most of the time when you're in that scenario, let's say you hit three out of five, the reason you placed that bet was for, so like I would say a more hedge is like if you're four out of five. So like if you hit four out of five, let's say the fifth game is that Sunday night game. And a good game, like right. like a good game, not no bullshit. Right, yeah, you yeah. Put, so you put 20 to win 400. And so – if this if your team wins that night, you win four hundred. Then it's like okay, well if I put, let's say you bet on the underdog, so now it's like well I could put you know two hundred on the favorite, and I'm either gonna win two hundred no matter what. So you could be like I'm definitely gonna win two hundred today, or I got a chance to win four hundred. And so it's kind of like what you want to pick. And sometimes it is smart. Like if you want to get that guaranteed money, let's say you got hurt yesterday and you're like man, you know I need some guaranteed money. Boom. Then you go hedge it. Now you're making you know two twenty or one eighty either way. You just don't want to put yourself in a scenario to where you're taking your odds away from you. You know what I mean? Like, if kind of like I put that ten dollar bet in on the cup thing, but I put in a ten leg for ten like fifty, yeah, and won double the money. Yeah, yeah, just like that. But because gotcha. sometimes sometimes it's really smart and like people who, like handicappers and stuff that be betting all the time, like they will 
hedge their bets like that because it's guaranteed money, especially if you put ten thousand dollars on a three game parlay. And you know that's the first, insane to the me. The first two hit, and that's the thing is like, so let's say the last leg you had was a favorite. You know what I mean? Then, then that's where you would want to hedge because that's where your odds are. Because I can put a hundred bucks on the underdog, and if they win, I get three hundred from that. But if the favorite wins, like I planted it, so I get four hundred. You know right. what I mean? So I'm either making three hundred or I'm making two hundred. Are you guys uh, a money line guy or like I'm not really? I don't understand. I do understand the minus eight and plus shit, but like, do you feel like that hits more than the money line sometimes? Uh, the spread's definitely harder to bet against the money line, in my opinion. But is that why it pays out higher? Yeah, uh, absolutely. And but in my opinion, it's worth it. You know, once once you start betting for a while and you can kind of uh, you know get 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 your uh, legs under you, I guess you should say. And uh, you know, it's it's just one of those things, man. That it's I mean, you're just trying to tell the future. So there's really no bad or good way to do it. Right. But, just I, I'd be smart with it. Don't never bet anything you, you can't lose. Right. That's that's you know basically that's that's the number one advice. I need don't to don't be yeah. That's, like that's my grandma told me, don't be going to the casino if you don't got it. Like right. yeah. So that. And that, that's the same thing in sports betting. It's because man, like that should have ripped your heart out, bro. <laughs> like you know you got you got a hundred dollars on a game and you got three hundred dollars. Yeah. Bro. I can. I mean, ten dollars hurts on a part, a big parlay. I can. Yeah. It's ten dollars hurts on a bit like two grand parlay. I can imagine putting a hundred or ten grand. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is when I when I first started betting in college, I would bet a lot of college basketball. And did you watch it a lot though? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean we would watch it all the time. I mean that was right before COVID first hit. So like when, oh, yeah. that, when that March Madness got canceled, like dude, I was so excited for that March Madness. I was like, man, I was like, I've been watching this shit all year. But <laughs> my buddy James Penn, he always told me in any college sports that we'd be betting on, he would go Jayco. He would say, you are betting on 18-year-old kids. He'd say, you remember you when you were 18? <laughs> I'd always be like, that's right. I mean, you're betting on 18 to 20-year-old kids. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, if you're going to get mad, you know. Yeah. So, and that's the thing. is That's the craziest part about college basketball is any team can go up and upset anybody. Right. Because they're 18 to 20-year-old kids hooping. You know, and that's, that's honestly the coolest part is when you can pick a big underdog and, you know, still have a chance, you know, at the end of the game, down two. I like that because in football you kind of get a feel for who's going to win the game kind of early, and you know like they're swinging. Seeing like, weeks before and you know, shit. But yeah. basketball, I mean, you can make a fifteen point run at the end of the game. You know, I mean, you down twenty with in the fourth quarter, like Cowboys are right now. Do you guys think Vegas has something to do with all these key players catching COVID? No, I don't think that Vegas has anything to do with it. But I mean, I it's just uh, it's just weird to me, like the timings and then the eyes, like fucking simulate, like. Nobody's ever smarter than Vegas. I don't know who Vegas has making their lines for them, but I think they just take the best betters and convince them, like, hey, we'll pay you to make the lines for us. You know what I mean? Like, you've taken how much money from us, Bob, but we'll, we get you on our team because that's what, that's what all the sports books do. Like, they follow the lines in Vegas, literally. Like, that's exactly what they do. Like, every casino in Vegas, MGM, all the, the, when their lines move, everyone tails, and they're on the same path because – they it's a crazy game, bro. The gambling game is crazy. Like it's different from blackjack or going to hit. Oh, and it's roulette. not because there's it's everything. You can bet on anything. Mm-hmm. The Super Bowl. You guys told me the Super Bowl. You can walk up. You can be like, I want Christian McCaffrey two touchdowns over eighty six yards. I want you know Joe Burrow under. You can go cash all that in your own bet. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's you can, crazy. You walk up because that's the thing is you just walk up with like a notebook. You know, like, I'll give me this, 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 this. Oh, you want that parlay? You're like, no, I'll give me this single, this single, this single. Bam. It's like in Vegas, it's crazy. Have you guys been to Vegas? No, I've never been. 
Madden twice. We were there. We were there during March Madness in 2018. 20, yeah, it was 2018, and that shit was nuts. Who? Uh, what's your guys? Some more football talk. Um, what's your guys? Uh, two teams you like in the NFC. Two teams you like in the AFC. To NFC, make- definitely the Rams. Rams and Tampa Bay, I guess. Um, who wins that division? I think that obviously be the championship. Who Who wins? Rams. You think so? Yeah. I mean, I have a hundred dollars bet on the Rams. Already? Yeah. So, <laughs> ah, damn. Yeah, so I'm. I'm. It might be biased, but in my in my humble opinion, the Rams are looking amazing. So, so. do you do you get the so like a bet like that? If you cash that in like the week before, don't move, right? What's that? How do you mean? On the eye you take. So you can't cash in a future bet. Oh. Yeah, so because I mean you could hedge it, like I was saying earlier. So let's say Jace had Rams to win the Super Bowl. They get to the Super Bowl and they're playing. You know, whoever from the AFC Chiefs, then he could bet on the Chiefs some money on the money line to make sure that he was definitely going to make some money. But at that point, you picked him to win. Like, yeah, you might as well ride, ride or die. You know I mean, yeah. you've had it all year. Like, I feel that. But who do you got from the AFC? You got Rams too, Jacob. NFC. I mean, I was gonna say the Cowboys, but after today, I mean, shit, we haven't. Even that's one game. They were. Yeah, I feel we like scored a point. I mean, that's. My team. I'm I feel like they do that for views. Make somebody lose sometime. Make a game good. My team coming out of the NFC. I don't think games are fixed, but I don't I like. Know. I like the Rams. I think for me to keep the Bucks sounds crazy. So the Bucks, I gotta do Bucks and Cowboys because those are the top two. I think. Okay. But if the Rams made it, I wouldn't be shocked at all. AFC. I mean, the Ravens are looking good. Yeah, they do look good. I don't know. The AFC is gonna. People be say awesome. the Bills so fast. I'm like, I don't. Yeah. They're D so wishy washy. Yeah. They're tied 6-6 six, six going into the fourth quarter right now. Yeah, with Jacksonville. Jacksonville. So, yeah. yeah. It's, it's literally like I was talking to Jason. There's like, I was looking at this chart. It's like Josh Allen's like QBR per week, and it's going up, down, up. It's just, you don't know what Josh Allen you're going to get. And if, if you get that top tier Josh Allen at his A game, yes, the Bills are going to come out the AFC if that Josh Allen shows up to the playoffs. Regardless, because the Chiefs' defense doesn't, I mean, the Bills' defense is nice. I think the Bills could use a. a a key running back in a couple defensive trades. And they'd be nice contenders, but I think they're wishy-washy to cash in on right now. I don't know who I got. I got the Rams NFC for sure. AFC, I like the Ravens. I think they just need to learn how to fucking win, like, week yeah. to week. I just think and, that it's going to come down to Lamar if, if he can pass the ball. Or yeah. Not. Because, like, teams know he's going to run, and they, they have to stop in the playoffs, and, you know, most teams do. So, it's it's, it's just going to depend on if he can pass the ball this year. Yeah, Jason's oh. Jason totally right. If the Ravens can come in and – pass the ball efficiently and pass for over 250 a game because that's all they really need. You know, you're passing for over 250. Then it opens the run. Right. Yeah. You know, look, you, you hit a couple daggers over top, take the pressure off, boom. That's when you start cutting Steelers are good too, though. Not going to lie. I mean, their defense is good, but Big Ben can't move. So yeah. I, I wouldn't believe in that offense at all. He's so mobile, but I mean, yeah. I'm a big fan of Mike Tomlin. So, like, if the Steelers would never shock me in anything they did, just yeah. I like Mike Tomlin. You know what I mean? I think he's the second best coach in the league to Belichick. No, I feel that. Fuck, I was going to ask some. Uh, it was NFL. What was it? What was I talking about? I fucking forgot. We'll come back to it. Um, oh, yeah, OBJ. Who, what team do you think he can factor that could fucking? I mean, everybody's saying Green Bay, which wouldn't be a bad move, but I don't know. I think a team like Casey could also Oakland? The New England Patriots. Oakland with the rug situation? The New situation? England Patriots are going to pick up Odell Beckham Jr. You think so? The New England Patriots. Uh, I Dude, I would hate that. Not with Tom there. He ain't going. He ain't going to another situation that's going to fucking cost him. He's on the brink of wishy-washy. I mean, he basically came out today and said that he wasn't going to a team that's not a contender. And he was 
basically said that he was going to cause problems on any team. <laughs> I was like, it's like, come on, dude. Like, how you going to say that? It's because he saw Detroit was that number one waiver. He's like, uh-uh. Hell no. He goes to Detroit. I would retire. Hey, I was literally just going to say, you go to Detroit, you got to retire. Yeah, yeah they trying that nigga. Like, nah, you can't do that. I mean, I just don't understand, man. I, I don't know if Baker and him had beef, but it truly does blow my mind that he was not even relevant. Baker Mayfield's not good at football. Sometimes he's, I mean, he's way better throwing to other people. <laughs> I swear to God. He's just not, dude, he's just not, a, he's not a top-tier quarterback to me. No, I no, would no, take no. Derek Carr over Baker Mayfield. And by top-tier, you mean like top 10 in the league? Yeah, like right now. Oh, yeah. no, no. He's not top 10. They make the playoffs and lose. He's top 15, but he ain't top 10. He ain't leading that team to, to beat the Chiefs. These Chiefs, the, these Chiefs that I've been seeing, potentially. Dude, their defense is butt. But the Chiefs, uh, their run defense is bad, and their pet. Their offense is bad too. Like teams know just a double team, uh, Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey, and just make it. They need to up. take Sorensen out. Yeah, I mean, they need to take Sorensen. Oh yeah, Didi's like he's got to come out the game. It's got to anybody but him. At this but point. I mean, you got Hilaire hurt too, though, Jace. You know that takes a lot out of the I, game. I, Not I, like Hilaire is really affecting the offense either. I don't though. Think, I don't yeah, think I mean, he is another weapon though, and that does make the, the more one dimensional in my opinion without without Clyde back there. So you know, I don't know. It's it's a long season. They might be able to figure it out. You know, it's still Patrick Mahomes. He's like the Chargers. He's a five hundred million dollar man for. I like the Chargers. Me and Jason, we don't. We think their defense flaky. Flaky. They're, they're they give rough. up thirty a game. They'll never win. Their rush defense is the worst in the league, like statistically. Yeah. So. That's yeah. What linebackers do they have to go? Mo Ingram. Yeah, that's a horrible. I mean, yeah. They have players. You know, they still got Bosa too. So like, they have players in the defense, man. But they, just, they, they can't play together. That's Can you imagine thing. Leonard from the Colts on the Chargers? Darius Leonard? Yeah. I mean, he's one be of the, I, he's my favorite linebacker. In the oh, league. yeah, he's nasty. He's so good. And I like so uh, I like old boy from the 49ers. He's fire. I like his game. He plays sideline to sideline. And Bobby Wagner. Yeah, I mean, Bobby I Wagner. Nice. from uh, Oregon, I believe. Yeah. Um, what's his name? With the dreads. I forgot his name. But, yeah, I like linebackers. And, you know, I like Bobby Wagner. Not even just being by Seahawks fan. Just consistent. It's hard to be a good linebacker. You know, get yeah, 10 dude. to 12 tackles in the game. Linebacker. And be healthy. He's you know? one of the toughest positions on the field, if not the toughest. So Especially just because you got to have that – you got to have the smarts to be able to drive back into coverage. you got to have that hard-nosed ability to come up and fill the hole against these linebackers and, you know, taking on linemen. And staying healthy. Like, I can't believe – like, I can't believe Luke Kuechly retired, but it's just, like, crazy to me because he was just so before the game, yeah. you know. Dude, Kuechly's nice. So nice. Dude, they, I was looking at the top 50 – Linebackers and he wasn't on there. Luke Kuechly all time. All time, he was not on the list. His career was probably just too short then. Like I was like, that's retarded. Yeah, I mean, if guys don't play enough years, you know, sometimes they, they take that into consideration. So you think of Von? How does Von Miller affect the Rams? Um, I think it just honestly makes him better. You know, it's just one, more, one more guy. One does more he? Guy, one more guy that knows how to make plays, whether he makes the plays or not, is up for debate. So my question is, with Aaron Donald, are they going to make him stand up or? Is he gonna play the maybe the a true outside? He's gonna play a true outside. Like Clay Matthews stand up. They might. Or they gonna put him down the line? I think they might put him like. I think they can mix him. Yeah. But if you I put him and Donald side by side down the line, I don't know how you're blocking that. I don't know how anyone blocks Aaron Donald. Regardless, like you need two people. <laughs> you need you. Yeah. You have to take. Bob Miller, in my opinion, no, you have to take two people. Some people are saying he's washed, but I mean, I think that. Not. Yeah. You know, he, he's on a good team now, and he knows that. You know, he's already talking about room chasing, so, you know. Yeah, he I mean. Knows, he knows their potential. So. It's, I feel like it's hard to be on Denver and try to play 100%, you know, because yeah. 
form forward. You don't know where well, you're going to be. I mean, Anna's offense has been putting them in bad positions. So, oh, yeah. You know, and it's hard to make plays like that. So, if your offense is, you know, setting you up for good field position, you know, that's – I mean, that's what you want. So I feel that 100%. Um, how are you guys' fantasy teams looking? What could you do more right now? You guys thinking um, of any a trade to take? Like, I'm thinking about trading yeah. Tariq Hill, Jacobs, fucking somebody else for – and like two other scrub bench players for uh oh Kirk and the bench player for Kamara, Jefferson, and uh Keon Drake. But I already got Cooper Cup and and I got Robert Woods. I'm trying to do I'm trying to do the hunt. I'm literally trying to get the Rams lined up on my fantasy roster, besides the fucking tight end. I mean, yeah, that's what I did in some of my leagues this year. I don't think it's a bad idea. You got Stafford and quarterback? Yeah, I got Stafford and Cooper Cup uh in two leagues. Both yeah. See that? I think like that's a good stack. Like clearly, like quarterback, wide receiver stacks this year. That's number one. But it's like once you get other, like once you get way more players on one team, you kind of start limiting your fantasy. I mean, people say that. But, like you're like everyone's gonna have a bad week. Like that's the thing. Is like you, like everyone's like, oh well, one. But you try not to have that bad week. Well, yeah, but no, no, no I'm saying like every player. Single oh, like real life. Individually yeah, yeah. Have a bad week. I feel that. So it's like you know, like if you have about like one bad week, yeah, it's your quarterback and your wide receiver. But what about on the good weeks? Like on the good weeks, you're fucking balling. Right. Like, it's guaranteed ball because you have the quarterback and the wide. Receiver. Yeah, I guess the main thing I'd be talking about is target share. I mean, quarterback, wide receiver. I think no, that's that's good. I'm talking about once you have a quarterback, wide receiver, and then you get the tight end, and then you got the running back, and now it's like for I mean, yeah, just target share. Why? Yeah. I wouldn't do four, but like on a good offense, I wouldn't mind having the running back, quarterback, and wide receiver. I felt like no, that's why I didn't. I, I couldn't get Stafford. This dude's being a bitch in my league. I love him, but he's being a bitch. Like he's he wants Cooper Cup for fucking Stafford. I said you're high, and then he said uh. Yeah, so I, I I traded Patterson and fucking Jarvis Landry to get Robert Woods just to have that double combo. Like, yeah, not that not that fucking Cooper Cup's had a bad week yet, you know. But you know, if he does, Robert Woods fucking probably fall back second. So I don't think I don't know. I think Stafford Stafford's not gonna rely on his tight end as much as Golf did. Yeah, I think it's a pretty down year for quarterbacks though across the, the board. NFL, yeah, yeah. like even like just fantasy wise, you know, I know they're putting up big stat lines in actual life, but you know. You're not seeing those guys that are averaging 30 anymore. You know, it seemed like a year or two ago, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, like, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson, they all definitely averaged 30. Yeah, I'm grateful for just two touchdowns and 150 yards. You know what I mean? That's a good week to me. Get get 20. Give me 18, 20. That's the thing about the quarterback position in fantasy is that there's so many depth-wise. You know what I mean? Like, if you're in a 12-team league, then, like, that's kind of where – was that your guys' league? You got two quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. God, yeah, that was so league. yeah, it's crazy. Only, it's only an eighteen league. Yeah, but God, it's crazy. I've never seen something like that. Yeah, I know that. I mean, there's leagues nowadays that they're talking about that it's only like uh, no running backs. I saw. What? I saw. Yes, there's a league that they talk about no running backs, and it's all all receiver. Yes, yeah. and so like but, you're getting down, and why uh, apparently why a bunch of people like it is because. You know, you got your starters that are starting every week. Like, let's so let's say for this league, and for example, I got Deontay Johnson, Jared Judy, and Emmanuel Sanders. Now, like, this is a twelve-team league, so it's like getting stretched out. But you know, like, you might get to a week where you starting somebody who's like, hopefully he's getting two catches. You know what I mean? You're like, man, if he gets the ball twice, like, this is a good day for him. Right. And so you really get down into the nitty gritty. Like, I I haven't been in one of those leagues, but that's crazy. Because I don't like standard leagues at all. I'm a big PPR guy. Oh, same. Yeah, I won't, Me join, too. I won't join a standard league anymore. I, no. used to, I used to be in one, but we, we converted it, and I honestly will never go back. Yeah, you guys would um, – I think it, you two it, would – It makes it way less interesting, in my yeah. opinion. You know, 
I know I can swing some weeks, and you know, obviously it sucks those guys that are never scoring, but they're just getting a ton of receptions, and they're just as valuable. But you know, in my opinion, it just it makes it across the board more fair. It just makes it more fun. You know, um, how more many points, more points, more fun? How many guys? How many leagues are you guys in? Five, five, five. God, it's a lot. Yeah, it's I only, a lot. I only do. I only do two, three. Yeah, and like yeah. truly, that's like, why I, I feel like that's why I can. Yeah, I was like, bro, I was like, eventually you get to a point when you got six, seven teams. It's like you got one whole team. And then another whole league, you are playing that same team. <laughs> you right. know, it's like, oh yeah, you got to play. Like guy, someone, yeah. someone scores, you're like, I don't even know if I'm happy or sad yeah, about that. Exactly, I got him. Like, I'm playing against him in two leagues, and I got him in one league. So. Exactly. That's why. I, that's why I just do my my two leagues. I do one for big money and one for half the price for guys that don't want to pay the big money. And then when we get to a hundred dollars in my big money league, I think we just stop. You know, thousand dollars every year. That's, pot, that's like, where I cap it at is hundred. Yeah. I mean, eventually. Maybe but if I'm only doing two leagues, over. I'm only spending 150 a year. Like that's that's good, you know. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm in one league that it's it's pretty expensive. It's a growing pot all year, just depending on a couple of different factors. So it's cool. I like it. It's uh, definitely a lot of shit talking. The pot at the end of the year, usually for first place, is like you know around the 2,000 mark. Holy uh, fuck! Yeah. Yeah. You got a you paper print paper transaction. All oh, time. you pay for all types of things. Like every every point you lose by and all every, all types of shit. So. Yeah, my Domino's boss, he had a league like that. Actually, uh, he pays like 400 cash. And to get waivers, they got to pay like do- real money. They got to pay real money to fucking like pick somebody up on the, ra- the waiver. Really? Like a do- yeah, like yeah. a dollar or two. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's five. It's five. I don't know. I think it's two. And then weekly, I think the lowest score of the week has to pay the highest score, like Vimo or something. Yeah. Like, oh, last, yeah. last place I had to pay one fifty just to get back in the league, so it's one fifty on top of like probably the you know two fifty to three hundred that you paid to get into the league. Yeah, it's, it's new this year, so and I'm I'm actually battling for last place right now, so I'm I'm a little worried. And you better get my, up out of there. My team's nice though, bro. Like I just like my receivers. I, I just made a trade actually. I just traded Dalvin Cook away. So. That's what I'm trading guys too. I feel like it's that that um, brink of the year where guys are finna turn up, some guys are finna fall, and I'm just. I feel like guys are, like Kamara. I feel like he's been about to turn up. I feel like you, you hear about the Philip Rivers talk with the Saints. Yeah, I saw that, but I don't think it's gonna happen. You don't think? I think if it would have happened, it would already happen. Dude, they're going to the playoffs. They're not gonna he ride got, with. He a got drafted by the Saints. Yeah, if they if they made the playoffs, they can't ride with a backup all year. They can't ride with Simeon. I mean, they don't have any other. They can't put Taysom Hill in. You can't put Taysom Hill in. And I mean, against the, against you the can Char- pick up Rivers. Chargers, I would. Against the bad rushing defense, I definitely would. I mean, you pick up Rivers, and then how many weeks does it take him to get acclimated to the offense, you know? A couple? Two? I mean, he ain't going to come in and start next week? No way. I feel that. That's my main thing is, like, how long is it going to take him to get acclimated to the offense? Yeah, I feel that. But. I feel that. 100%. Two movies for the people to watch right now. Nah, there was a there was a movie I watched over quarantine called Killing Them Softly. Oh yeah, I like that. You seen that? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. got Brad Pitt in it, and it's like about uh, they like raid that poker game. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've that seen movie. that. That's a good one on Netflix. There's Super. no way you could watch that randomly and be like, yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah. Um, what'd you guys do? Would you pick up on like a hobby you picked up on during quarantine? Uh, sports betting. <laughs> 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 this is getting better. Definitely ramped up. Yeah. When, when they resumed, you know, there was that dead period for a while that no one really liked. So during that time, I was, you know, kind of just reading more, I guess, or, you know, which I kind of stopped that already. Right. So. I feel that. I would say the hobbies that, I mean, one hobby that I picked up during quarantine was drinking. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I swear to God, we would. I mean, there was nothing to do in Columbia, so we would just. I mean, go you guys buy always beer. go hard though, but you guys maintain it. Like, you know, I mean, you guys get your shit done. And that was, a, I mean, celebrating on the weekend. Basically, there was no like for real school. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like you know, everything was online because of COVID. And then we would just buy beer and we just sit on our roof, Damn. <laughs> and just up there and chill. Damn. I mean, we were. I mean, there was probably like two months where I was just staying up till four a.m. watching movies every night because I mean, we had nothing to do the next day. Damn. It was stupid, man. That is. Stupid. I didn't like it. Um. I was gonna be fucking ask something. I always do that. I always do that. Oh, you guys watch any podcasts? What's some podcasts you guys watch? Uh, I watch a lot of Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, so, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I was I, watching him, but I feel like his guests got kind of. Yeah, I pick and choose. Um, I, I'm not a, like a weekly, obviously Joe Rogan watcher. I kind of let I let the episodes build up sometimes. Like I'll take a break from listening to some of the episodes, but I just pick out the guys that I can either I know or I'm interested in whatever you know expert he has on right and, and on that particular episode, but. Um, yeah, that's that's one of mine. Uh, I listen to a lot of fantasy podcasts too. Like fantasy, I need to do that more. Fantasy Pros. Um, there's another one I have to look it up. I listen, I listen to the CBS. Oh, the, the Ringer. The Ringer. That's yeah, a pod. It's a it's a fantasy football podcast. It's pretty. It's decent. Who hosts it? Uh, three guys. Uh, DK. Metcalf. No. Oh. They, no. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like what? No, it's. Uh, I honestly haven't listened to it in a while. I honestly can't remember these names, but it's it's a pretty decent, pretty decent podcast they got going. What about you, Jacob? Oh, my number one podcast. I literally listen to every episode is Pardon My Take. The Barstool Pardon My Take. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got Big Cat and PFT Commenter and Jake Marsh, Hank Lockwood. All those guys. I mean, I think it's freaking hilarious. And they talk about, I mean, they're just trolls. You know what I mean? It's just so funny because those be on there. And, I mean, if you follow Big Cat on Twitter, he's just always putting up shit to troll people. And, like, there'll be so many people on, like, online, like, warriors that'll get pissed off. And he's like... He's like, oh, you're new here, because I mean, <laughs> all all they do is just fuck around with people, right? But they do have a lot of good guests on there. I mean, they just had Dana White on there. I mean, they got yeah. I love Dana, bro. Yeah. Dana's a good guy. He's I mean, a, they literally have so many guests on there. Dana's a good guy. Crazy. I feel like the UFC just ran well. You know, I feel like other than matchmaking, like I, yeah, Covington's nice, but I feel like why? I mean, they need yeah. to start paying the fighters more. Yeah, because Dana has that money. Yes, they have enough money to pay, and that's. They just they, they still need to grow the game though a little bit you know fighting in what like, aspect but fighting has never like especially mixed martial arts has never taken off like boxing ever did fighting just in general is not like the fan base is not as big as you guys would think so how do they how how do you grow MMA you literally almost go out there and die I mean that's what I'm saying like it's just it's one of those sports that is just like such like a particular you know like you you're only you're only catering to a particular group of people that even like to watch fighting so. Um, but you, I mean, you just need the excitement up. You need the knockouts to go. I up, guess which there's really no way to have that, like unless it gets fixed, like wrestling, you know, like WWE, like. Bro, I promise, I'd rather watch a card than the NBA. Huh? I'd rather watch a MMA card than the NBA. Really? Yeah. I mean, promise, hundred percent. And I guess it's different from Jay's. Me and Jay's coming from like I guess we grew up in the same place. But I'm saying like my, you know, like I was a wrestler and it was like my whole family was wrestlers, like, and so even in high school and earlier, like when the UFC was like, you know kind of for real for real taking off are you wrestling like, in high school yeah but that was you know we talked about that all the time you know what I mean that was something that we talked about and we watched because it had you know wrestling was involved and there's a lot of good UFC fighters that are wrestlers you know right. what I mean like that was their you know but, bro I feel like it would be hard to be a wrestler and just go and try to start kicking and punching you know oh 100% and still some, maintain being good at wrestling some people have that natural ability I mean, like they're just natural strikers, and I think that that's what MMA—they'll go out and start 
those people out. You know what I mean? It was like Kamara Uthman. He was a D2 wrestling champ. He was a D2 wrestling champ. Right. And. At Iowa? Covington? No, no, no. Oh, Covington wrestled Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, Covington wrestled too. And he was was a D1 wrestler. I I don't know what D2 school that Uthman wrestled for, but I know he was a D2 champ. But it's like him, you know, Brock Lesnar at Ohio State. And. I mean, there's just a lot of guys. Who's your uh, right now in the game? Who's your top two pound 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 uh, fighters? Definitely Usman. After last night, I mean, he's won 15 in a row. I mean, he's literally two away from the record of all time. So, you know, pound for pound, he's gonna be the best fighter in the UFC right now. Yeah, he Yo, looked so dominant last it's night. It's definitely his face looked like perfect after the fight. Hear this take: Poirier beats out. Al- I'm speaking future. Poirier beats Oliveira. Okay. Poirier beats Oliveira. Coming back to seven months ago, Poirier was talking about how he loved he would he hates cutting weight. He would love to fight at one seventy. I think he moves up, takes Usman belt. No, Poirier can't be Usman. What? John is no a big way. our neighbor. He's a big uh, Poirier guy, so he would probably side with you and be like, "Yeah, I think that that's gonna happen." But. I don't think he can. Bro, you don't think fighting at your natural weight, you're just stronger. No, I do think you're stronger, but there's a certain point to where I think that Usman is. Usman's he's, never been taken down, so strength, honestly, ever. in my opinion. He's never been taken it down. Would, it wouldn't even come to a factor. But Poirier would need that. Poirier can bang that out, but scrap. He's never been I think taken that, down ever in any of his fights. I think that like, Usman would try to take him down and control him on the ground. And Poirier has great jujitsu. Right. So, what are you saying? You don't think they could scrap oh. it out? On the ground, Usman would destroy. So you think him. it would go to distance? Uzman would win. I think decision? Usman would knock him out. He would knock him out. Yeah. Poor Ed. Yes. He almost he almost had the knockout last night. He was close, man. Twice. Like, oh yeah, I called it. second round. I texted Jacob what, right for the fight. Was that the second? Yeah. I thought that was the third. There's a second. It second. literally almost went down. Yeah. He yeah he was almost toast after that. But I mean, he actually finished the fight extremely strong. Um, I think he actually made it. You know, a little bit closer towards the end. So does Oliveira beat? Shout Col- out, shout out, Colby for that. Yeah, it was a good fight. It was a good fight. Jacob was telling me, man, Kobe, he, you know, he has a chance. I was like, man, yeah, that moment, but he he showed me last night. He only lost three fights. That's crazy. That's crazy. He's only yeah. like three fights. I didn't know that. I really haven't watched his fights. Covington. Yeah, and two of them are the Usman. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So he really lost he, one. He's tough as nails, dude. He really lost one. Um, Oliveira or Poirier in Where December. Poirier. I mean, Poirier's got to fight next weekend. I think. No, Holloway. Oh, yeah, yeah. always fighting. Yeah, Rodriguez. Is that that? Is that the rematch? No, that rematch should be Volkanovski. Does he have the belt? You talking about Volkanovski? Yeah, he has the belt. Yeah. Oh yeah. Volk's yeah. got the belt right now. Cause well, the last time Max Holloway fought and he, he lost that fight, that was bullshit. Fucking ass. He whipped his ass, and then they ended up still. Dude, that was fuck. I was so pissed. But Holloway's gonna win. I think I like Oliveira though. He's nice. His ground game is stupid. Stupid. Yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, that last fight, I literally thought that Chandler was going to knock him out. And then he came back and choked his ass out. The Baltimore's winning? They just scored a touchdown. Le'Veon Bell just ran a touchdown in. Well, fuck the Bengals. Let's go. Dicks. No parlay hit. I'm going to fucking place another one for the evening games. Uh, Let's get some swerving Q&A. All right, let's do it. What's something you guys, you wish you guys had more time to do? I'd say honestly golf. I wish I had more time. Like if 
if I could golf, you know, like two, three times a week, like I would, you know what I mean? But it's just golf. I would want to golf more if I was better at golf. <laughs> well, you got to golf more. It's an expensive habit too. Yeah, it's a, golf's an expensive game. Until you find that course, you're just like nice, like you're maintained with this nice. But it's only fucking cost twenty dollars at golf nine at the Highlands. Yeah, that's not. I mean, if I'm golfing, I'm golfing eighteen. I don't like golfing nine. I like golfing. I mean, you're just going to get some practice in. I I truly practice. Well, I'll go to the part three like three times a week, pay fifteen dollars just to get some strokes. It's better sitting in the house. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, so that's what I would do. I don't know what I would take more time to do. Yeah, probably golf. I love golf. I only started playing like three months ago. Or something you would like you absolutely don't give a fuck you're doing. You'll make time for it. Something that I like no matter what, I'm always yeah. stretching. Stretching? Stretch. Stretching. Literally? It's literally stretching. I stretch every day. You stretch before bed? Like you hop into bed or you stretch when you get out of bed? Most time I'll stretch like when I get home from work. You know what I mean? Or like after a workout or something. You gotta stretch. I feel that. Healing. Why are you, Jace? Uh, probably smoke weed. Yeah. <laughs> Same. I always, uh, if I got shit to do, you know, I always get it done. But, you know, I definitely, uh, you know, definitely always find time to smoke. Bro, saying like, and most people don't get that. Like, I'm a fucking productive smoker. Like, if I'm not, you don't want to talk to me if I'm not smoking. Yeah. Like, I, I just can't stand people. I'm just short. You know, like, <laughs> I'm just a fucking crab. Weed, loud as that shit. So, I Josh feel. Josh, just phone. Jesus Christ, those are. Oh, all the bets, all the bets are fucked. Um, what else? Oh, if you guys are stranded on an island right now, what's five music albums you're taking? I wrote this one down. I got this. So I picked. Uh, I mean, one of them's got to be "Stay Trippy" by Juicy J. I mean, that's one of the most complete albums of all time. That's it. That's I never heard <laughs> that's that. A good one. One. That one's not on my list, but it should be on my list because yeah, that's that's honestly like. Track by, track by track, it's one of those albums. Yeah, me and shit, we No Trippy, no Wiz Khalifa. I mean, no Juicy J, no uh, Wiz Khalifa. Oh, Juicy J's my favorite rapper. Yeah, yeah Juicy and Wiz yeah. are some of his top guys. Um, I definitely have to go old school with at least one of them. Um, What's your first one, Jacob? I would say, oh, my first one is Institution, Kodak Black. Oh, dude. Because when now I first that heard that album in 2015, shit. I was like, because my buddy, he's like, man, he's like, Kodak Black and I was like, who the hell is that? You know what I mean? Now he's now he's my favorite rapper, and so it's like when I go back to that album, I mean there's twelve twelve or fifteen songs that I know every single word. To. Like was, I just that is a that was such a, young, a good yeah. that was young Kodak. He was eighteen. And I mean me and Kodak are the same age. So it was like when he's rapping, I'm like, man, I'm like, this dude is eighteen years old. I'm like same age as me, and he's just, you know, comes from a totally different background than me, you know what I mean? But it's like I love rap music. So right. it's like my college roommates were from Florida, so they were. It was dope to get that scene of yeah. things. Shout out, shout out Isaac Moore for showing me <laughs> yeah. that album in 2015. Hey, Jason, you toss me that lighter. Yes, What's your guys' second album? I get it. Oh, for sure. My second well, album. Well, you're not a blunt guy, so. Yeah, no, but I, I, I want to hit that one. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Yeah, he said he'll make an excuse for this." You gotta call me out like that. I'm <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I got, I, I got the people. That, I know people that truly smoke papers. That's cool. I'm, I would probably I'm, I would say being a smoker I'm gonna get to that point in my life sometime, but I just roll a good pearl. Yeah, so. no, you, you just like the you like the nicotine buzz. Because mm-hmm. I don't vape, yeah. you know I don't, I don't hit fucking jewels yeah, and shit. My second album would be Pax by Burner. I haven't heard that, bro. I'm gonna have to send you a bunch of like Burner. You fuck with Burner? Someone last yes. night asked, uh, uh, my guy, my plug. He was like, he was like, you fuck with Burner? I was like, I just follow him on Instagram because Burner, the Burner cooking and shit. But he's, he's my he's, he's my he's second. Favorite, I mean, he's got that stunner flow for sure, but like he's he's. He's lyrically a genius, so. 
dog and hit like it's like all of his uh beats and like everything it's just like good vibes like good energy good vibes like i'll send you i'll send you my burn i have like a playlist it's like all burner songs but literally i probably burner's a chill ass dude on instagram so I oh bro i mean he yeah he actually just got diagnosed with cancer what yeah so but his mom died from cancer and so he got like the early screenings done and everything so he's catching it in the early stage but like it has to be a fucking family thing then yeah it's definitely family but he just got uh Diagnosed with it. So, Damn, present, I mean, he just started. But he, I mean, he's finishing up this, his like his next album, and I mean, he still looks good and everything. But I think he caught it in a very early stage. I mean, because he's got a lot of money because he owns Cookies, the brand Cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, why. Like, that's why I fuck with Bernie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, and he's got so many songs that are like legitimately nice. Like, that. And that that album in total. I mean, there's one song in it called Fork in the Road where he talks about his mom dying from cancer and how he's like. Worried that like he might get it one day, and he's like, I just hope I go quick when it's my time to go. But now he's got it, and it's like, fuck, dude, like, damn, you know what I mean? He was saying, I'd rather fucking get hit with a bullet than fucking get some cancer. What's yours, uh, Jace? What's that? Top five albums? No, second. Oh, second you can one? shoot. You can shoot your five. Shoot my five. Um, I, don't put me on the spot like that. But um, let me uh, for two. I, I can't put Juicy J in there, man, because a mixtape might, might have to be in there too. Uh, Blue Dream and Lean Two. Ooh. <laughs> Shout out Juicy J for the motivation, honestly, man. That's he, he he's been big for my for my. Are you a, if you had to pick Juicy or Wiz, you'd probably pick oh, Juicy. Juicy J, yeah. Sure. Me and Jace have been listening to Juicy. Yeah. Forever. Um. I mean, Lil Wayne too. I mean, I might I might have to throw a Lil Wayne album. In there. I would say the another one Carter, for me. The Carter Four. Yeah. Ooh. The three three is my favorite. Really? Yeah. I would say nothing was the same. Yeah, everyone takes that. that Everyone takes that, yeah. If I'm going on, like, the question was, if I'm going on an island and I got five albums, and it's like, and I was thinking about this, I was like, man, if I took that album, it's like, you're out there sitting by yourself, and you're listening to Too Much, you're like, man, am I ever going to get rescued on this damn island? You're going to be so sad with that album. You're going out there a month. Oh, it's only a month? Yeah. Okay. And you, know, and you know you're getting rescued. Yeah. It's like if you don't know you're getting rescued, it's, you're out there listening. It's like a month getaway. Yeah. You might get suicidal out there on that island. <laughs> you, you sit there, you listen to the fucking whole nothing was the same album. You're gonna be like, think about every girl you would do. Like, Wait, when's the last time I saw a girl? <laughs> it's like in a that movie. Oh, in Ca- no, in Castaway when like he like uh, makes the ball. Oh yeah, like, yeah. The ball is his friend. What's the? Oh. What's oh, the, What's the name? Wilson. Yeah. I, uh, it's, it's literally the name of the. <laughs> I told everyone I always take Watch the Throne. Watch it. That's a good one. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Too. That's one of my favorites. Wow. It's like, what, 20, 2013? Yeah, I was in middle school when Watch the Throne came out, though, and like re listening to it as fucking being 21 to 24 years, like, damn, bro. I, I was that young loving this shit, and I didn't know what the fuck I was really listening to. Right. Oh, Kanye's yeah. a go to me. I would say another one would be uh, Not All Heroes Wear Capes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Metro, dude. When that came out, my boy G Hop, I said, he said, "What do you think about that album?" I said, "That could be a potential album of the year, bro." People sleep. It is so team. good. I was looking at it because when you when you texted me the question, I like looked at it. And I was like scrolling up and down, and I was like, I was like, man, I was like, this has got all bangers on here, like from top to bottom, just gang outside, hanging. Dude, that's that <laughs> shit. 
I'll be playing even, UFC. All, both, both the songs of Sway Lee, Sunflower. Oh, yeah. And then the other. Mm hmm. Naturally, uh, Sway Lee has the best vocals in the game. Dude. So, my buddy Isaac, his dad is actually the manager for Ray Shrubbard. Really? Like, yeah, is he, Isaac from St. Louis? Yeah. Dude, so listen to this. So, back when I was rapping, me and my boy Micah, we used to go to Fat Buddha downtown. It's downtown in St. Louis. And we had a studio session booked in B, and A's a nice ass, A's like a nice ass studio, bro. And this is the first time we ever went there, and fucking, there was big ass black Escalades there and shit. And our producer, for safety reasons, he couldn't tell us who was in the studio until they left. It was fucking Ray Shrimmer, bro, in the studio, right, right next door. That's crazy. And I was like 18. I was like, God, dude. I was like, dude. When I was in Vegas for the first time, we were walking into Caesar's Pool. At Caesar's Palace. If you ever go to Vegas, you have to go to Caesar's Palace. Dude, you walk out into the pool, and it literally is like... Is that what a big screen TV and shit is? No, there, ain't a, there might be like a TV oh. or something on the... There, I was looking at other things. <laughs> <laughs> but when I walked in, Slim Jimmy walked out. Oh, wow. That might be game right there. <clears throat> and the Falcons... Everyone lost that when, when I walked into the pool, Slim Jimmy was walking out. Like on FaceTime with like somebody, and I was like, and like it was by sure. himself. Yeah, he's by himself. I mean, it looked like they were in the pool, and like he was like walking out. That's crazy. Yeah, it was go for two, right? But that's how it is in Vegas, though. You'll just see like famous people. What's your guys' uh, last uh, two to three albums? So I think I had two left. Where were they? Uh... Oh, Dripper Drown Two. Oh. <laughs> yes. That one. I mean, I was thinking I was like maybe one, and I was like Dripper Drown Two. One is nice. Dripper Down 2 is better than one. I think, I hope, hopefully his next album gas, but Gunner's never missed. No. He's one of my, he's probably my top five right now. Trash fell yeah. off, way off. I like those last two songs he put out though. Just no, like, I hate Escape Play. Horrible. You didn't like the second no. one? No, I like, I like Mafia hard. Mafia, I was yeah. like, that, yeah. like that. Mafia's hard, but the that Escape Play. Escape Play was alright, but Mafia, I was like, this is like yeah. some, that's some this gas, is some gas. Trash. This yeah. is some trash. Yeah, that was that gas, gas. What you got, Jace? You got two more? I'm um, looking right now, man. I kind of need a little refresher. I should have uh, brushed up a little. No, nah, I literally was just scrolling through all the albums that I had. Uh, no, nah, we can come back to that if you think of your uh, albums. What's something you'd go back and uh, ask your 18-year-old self? Or tell him, you know? I wouldn't ask him shit. <laughs> you know, he didn't know nothing. But uh, I guess the number one thing I would tell him is that trust your instincts. Because most of the time, how you felt about it was right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause you know you can't like prepare you can't prepare them for anything you know I mean you could tell them like things that could potentially happen but at that point you just have to trust that what already happened was gonna happen you right. like, look you'll be alright trust your instincts and eventually you'll be where you want to be you know. Why you, Jace? Um, you know, just that you don't have to always have everything all figured out. You know, just kind of uh, live. Yeah, just you know, one step at a time and. Don't try to rush things, you know, everything in due time. That's the same thing, like, what I was saying about the timeline. It's like, everyone, everyone's got a different timeline, man. And oh, yeah. Like, you don't have to be doing whatever else to do. It's like, I'll be seeing chicks on Instagram. It's like, how are you out here traveling this much? <laughs> like, so you took three trips in the last month? Or like, was it like that Drake song when he was saying something about taking pics on the go so you could place them when you went home? <laughs> like, yeah. post them when you're home? And males, don't be don't be uh, spending your money on these females that ain't with you to be with you. 
You know what I mean? I've learned that the hard way. I've lost thousands. Like, yeah, I mean. Me and Jacob were walking home from the bar. <laughs> I don't know why I bought them bitches drinks. <laughs> I don't know I, why I was buying them drinks. I swear to God, it just, I turned around and I was like, man, I was like, I just bought these girls like three rounds in a row. Like, <laughs> in a row. But you just get yeah, like that. Like, it was like, you know, we got some, went back, went back. And it that's was just like, the vibe, though, you know? That's just the vibe. And just being authentic and you and shit, you know? Yeah, I mean, if I'm up there getting a drink, like, I might as well. What's, uh, I saw some TikTok, and it's just funny, because we had the situation. What's too much on the cover charge? Too much on the cover? Yeah. $10. Uh, over $20. $10? If it's not homecoming, so, like, I guess I'm comparing it, like, the musicians. At homecoming, they put the bitch at $20. What? But I heard this bullshit that it, they were charging $70 to get in. $70? At, at this last homecoming. Oh, no. I heard that it was packed, and they just, like... The door guys started opening the charge. They're like, oh, yeah, it's 60 bucks to get in right now. I'd fight them. 60 bucks to get into Fieldhouse? You better come drunk. Dude, on Tuesday night, I can walk in here for, you know, it's not Tuesday night, but like, come on, man. You better come drunk. I don't care how packed it is. Just say that it's one in, one out. (laughs) Don't start charging $60. That's fucking ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Bro, I'd I'd love to have my own bar up here in the city. Owning a bar? Dude. It's one of the goals. You would, you can't lose money. No, it's, it's constant money, especially yeah. if you got if you like if people fuck with you and like. And I guess over COVID, honestly, a lot of people would be like, oh, like, yeah, they were struggling for a little bit, I'm mm-hmm. sure. But like, I mean, I know there's a couple bars that too that closed down. Right, I feel that. Um, what's a question you guys would ask me if you were in my position? A question that I could ask for. Yeah. I would say in a year from now. Do you expect the podcast setup to be the same as it is now, or are you planning on like uh, a year from now? Yeah, like you think you think Swerving's gonna be out in a year from now? You still gonna be? I think, I think in a year from now, I think I'll be, I think I'll be here in the. Hopefully, I get this apartment downtown. I think I'll be up here in like two, two to three months. It'd be a lot easier from here. Oh, it's just more like more, more clientele, accessible. yeah, and but. I think it'll be about halfway where I want it. But it's going to grow a lot. Yeah, I'm excited to see, you know, who you bring on here next. Yeah, like, I just got to get out of the country, bro. Like, I love it. It's a great place to save money, but it's just in my vibe. You know, I'm just a... I still think it's funny how when you told me that you lived in Park Hill, I thought you you lived in Kansas City. (laughs) (laughs) Like, for a year, I thought that you lived in Park Hill, Kansas City. Nah, bro. (laughs) Park Hill, Missouri. What about you, Jace? What's up? What would you ask me if you were hosting the pod? If I was hosting the pod, mm-hmm. um, how good at uh, how good at golf do you expect to get in like the next like year or two? Damn, that's a good like, question. What, what, like, what are you expecting to shoot? Um, what are you shooting right now, by the way? I probably shoot like a one oh one oh one oh. I'd probably shoot like a. I haven't broke a hundred. Like a one oh two, one oh five. Bro, honestly, if you would have broke a hundred within the first three months, like that's no, that's yeah, golf, golf is something that it takes. Yeah, time and repetition to even. Get decent at it because it's not even the fact like if you can hit one good shot, it's about hitting a consistent, you know, a hundred right. consistent shots that don't, you know what I mean? Because golf's crazy. Like you slice one shot and the next one you're like, but mental. Like I said, from it coming just a laughing game, it was like man, fuck golf and you know being all that from it being like first taking it in with my dad and we both like sucking and stuff and playing with friends and them teaching me shit and it just being like a really therapeutic game. Mm-hmm. I really took it in and but uh. I would say I expect like I expect to break a hundred in, in the spring. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. By the end of the spring, if you broke a hundred, I don't see that. 
Yeah. Because, like... And I expect to shoot, like, a 90s... I expect to take 10 strokes off my game. I just two-putt a lot. Like, I, I can get it on the green. I, I just two-putt two, two like, a lot. I would even say don't be expecting so much out of your yeah. score. I would say expect, like... You want to be able to get down to where, like, you're hitting consistent. Constant, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, to where you can swing that 7-iron. You can be like, I mm-hmm. know right about where this... Well, that's that's the, the thing. Is once you figure out the, the distances of your clubs, mm-hmm. then that's... And this is the thing, too... If like, you can putt good, oh, yeah. you're going to shoot pretty decent. But here's the thing, too. Like, you start golfing with other people, and people just golf different. Just like, you know, everyone's on different time. Like, some people want to rush golf. I don't like to rush golf, you know. I'm, I'm going to fucking play sm- slow, like, line my shit up, you know, <laughs> you know, take my time. And I just don't like to rush golfing, you know. I play, like, down there, a lot of people just like to rush golf. So, I feel like I had to do that in my game. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like I'm taking more strokes and shit instead of just slowing down and playing. I mean, how many practice swings are you taking like, before you swing? Right? I don't take practice swings. I'm just like, you know, doing you my... You never take a practice swing? No, just like one. Just like one. Bro, I would... I would say, yeah, at least always take one because, like, the main reason why... But I really, I really don't try to. The reason why I like practice swing is I'll try to go up there practice swing and if I like it, I'll be like, that's the exact stroke and then all I gotta do is mimic exactly what I just did. Yeah, but I don't like that because I try to do that and that's hard to do, bro. Because then you're in your head talking... Do. And you're like, you just don't do that. It's hard to coordinate all everything you do. You're trying to coordinate sometimes in golf. Right. It's because our buddy Chase, he was trying to tell me the same thing. He's like, yeah, he's like, I don't practice swing. He's like, because I'll like, get in my head. You know exactly. I mean? yeah. like, oh, that ain't it. That ain't it. That ain't it. Yeah, I don't, I don't practice swing. And in reality, you just want to go up there you and get beer? the right pace. Yeah. I'll take one. That's you got to get the right pace. Who's your favorite golfer? You're my favorite golfer. It's got to be Brooks Kepka. I like Brooks. I haven't watched enough of, of it to claim Brooks. Like, the Ryder yeah, Cup was I really loved the Ryder Cup but I didn't they really didn't show him a lot on cam, camera I like the Xander well, Sheffler not a oh, oh you're good go ahead but no, I was just gonna say I should've started Dak Prescott over uh, Joey Burrow today Joe Burrow damn what'd he do cause he's starting in my league yeah he just scored two touchdowns in the fucking like the last three minutes of the fourth quarter he's Joe Burrow did no Dak Prescott he's got, he's got 19 18.88 are they winning Are they winning? No. No, Cowboys just got fucking blown out. Like, yeah, they were down 30, 30, they were down 30 to nothing at one point. Yeah. Young, young like who just hit the game winner versus the fucking Saints. Who's your favorite golfer? That would have been awesome. Uh, I don't really have a favorite golfer. I don't really watch it all that much. Yeah, I'd say Brooks. I like Brooks. Brooks is nice. Did you see that? Um, the, It's so far from now. Hopefully we're living, but the Bell Reeves, the President's Cup is coming back in uh, 2030. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it's nice. Which, I mean, I know the last time here, I mean, Tiger have you been to a golf event? how crazy the crowd was. Have you been I bet to... tickets are going to be stupid. Oh, yeah. No, I've never been. That's, like, one thing that I do need to go to. So. I had tickets. To, I could have got four tickets to the Ryder Cup, and I didn't take it for 250 250 each? No, together. All bundle. It was in Wisconsin, right? Yeah. But we would have got a hotel and shit. Probably would have cost more, so I think that's why my boy was doing it so cheap. Wow. Yeah, but he was just a coach or something, and he just couldn't go. But he had tickets. That's wild. Josh Allen just fumbled. But uh, yeah. I was gonna ask. Oh, who would you guys like to see on here if I can get them? On the swerving pod. Did I say this the other day? I had a good one. I think you need to get like one of uh, one of like the managers of like one of the bars downtown or something, and just like be like asking like like right Wheelhouse or something. Here. Yeah, like right when you move down to like STL, I think you need to just get like. Like patio that everyone knows, like, someone like, that everyone knows. Right. Yeah, you guys don't know a guy like that. 
I guess I don't really know one like the managers out here. I guess I'm the guy to get to that, huh? What about you, Jace? Someone just showed up for the podcast for the Marcus Lyle. Marcus, yeah. <laughs> I gotta get to know you, man. I feel like I, I, is that the guy's ID I used in Columbia? No, no. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, that was Dion. yeah. You knew that situation? <laughs> no, yeah. I just know Dion. Uh, so like, Jacksonville is one. Well, that's funny because Jacob was like, I remember asking Jacob, I was like, man, can you give me an ID? He was like, yeah. He was like, yeah, we use Dion. He like called him up, got his ID, and they like carried me home from the bar. That's when they kicked me out of the bar in Mizzou. And then they stole my fucking half ounce of weed. So if you're seeing this, I ain't forgot that when they come back, motherfuckers. <laughs> fucking never forget. What bar was that? That was at my house. No. It was the one. You got, it was that Fieldhouse? Had to be. I think it was Fieldhouse. Yeah, you were I can't smoke in here. It's a, yeah, because, in, dude, when we were at my house. Because we were at my house, I smoked and got away with it. No, I never, remember. I will never forget that moment. Like, that was the first time in my life I'm, like, in the bar. And I look over and swerve. Just, ooh, lights up. <laughs> like, you can't smoke in here. And he goes, trust me. He's like, Jay, he's like, we're good. He's like, don't worry. I was like, okay. Then the bouncer walks up, like, swerve, swerve. He goes, bro. Hands the bouncer the blunt. Bouncer hits it. He's like. And then we just smoked the rest of the... It was crazy. I but was the, like, this guy... In the middle of the bar. This guy takes shots crazy in the bar. He'll get one. And then like five minutes later, we're in another one. Dude. And then you're doing four shots within 10 minutes. We were And it just sneaks up bombs. on you. Oh, yeah. We were Woo! Those I was at patio throwing up in my mouth waiting on the line because it was just so cold outside. Like, my body just does that shit. I was just like, it's got to go away. Talk about field house? No, just at patios last weekend. We were... I was fucking drunk, bro. Oh. I was fucked up. Liquor's not me. Dude, liquor drunk and beer drunk are like two totally different things. Like, oh, yeah. If you had to take one, wait, okay. Weed or liquor forever if you had to take one. Weed. Yeah, weed. It's not even close. Like forever, ever. Like, dude, when I'm like 60 and 70. You worry about drinking? No. Nah. It's like, dude, I don't know how people get motivated to drink because it just hurts the next day so bad. That's what like blows my mind. I like, like alcoholism like legitimately blows my mind it's like when I get drunk and like the next day I'm like imagine drinking when you feel like that like that would just be a vicious cycle like holy shit well I know a person that, get drunk the next day. right I know a person <laughs> That's so is, that, is that true bro like if you literally wake up drunk and you drink more you feel better yeah, yeah. oh yeah oh if you wake up that's facts the only reason that I truly know that is cause like on tailgate days and shit like you know we go out the night before and then we wake up and you'd be like not today, and then you just start, you'd have one beer, and then you feel like shit, and you have a couple more beers, and you're like, I feel alright. Yeah, you're like, okay, and then you take a then little, the, take a little liquor, day? you eat some food, and then now you're off of the race. How's that next day, though? But Yeah, those days are rough. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I just in never... college especially, like, it was just, it's just a different energy, yeah. like, around, you know what I mean? It's like, you got some shit to do, and some shit you could be going to every night. You know what I mean? You just got to pick and choose. Go-to restaurant up here. Go-to restaurant. Uh, got to shout out Blue City Deli. That's my place up here. You got to get the Big Tommy or <laughs> the Thunderbird. That's what you got. City get. Blues? Blue, Blue, Blue City Deli. Blue City Deli. Yeah. What's yours? Uh, right around here, a good place is Tucker's. Tucker right there by the Domino's. Yeah, trying yeah. to go sit, have a sit down dinner or something like yeah, in two hours. That's pretty good. Nice steak dinner. That's it's pretty decent. It's good food. They give like a healthy portion. Um, what about something for my Columbia people? Up. In Columbia? Yeah. Uh, 
cheddars for sure. I mean, if you're trying to, trying to go to like a chain, like that's it's pretty fire for a chain. In Columbia, I'd say JJ's Cafe. If you well, were Shakespeare's watching this, Pizza too. If you are watching this and you live in Columbia, you need to go to JJ's Cafe. They're only open till like one or two. I think they might be open till like one p.m. But like it's like home style cooking, and they're serving a fire there. And Buckingham's out on Nifong. If uh, back in your hometown, if you're going. What's your go-to order when you go back home? You getting something? And what? Where from? Go to order like El Fallon? Yeah. Big teas down. Yeah, big teas for breakfast for Stop sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not the biggest breakfast fan in the world, so uh, I'd also have to say probably something like B Halls. B Halls is pretty good. It's That's like cool. a, it's like an independent, like family-owned restaurant. Um, they have really good wings. Like they they have one wing thing, which they do like in St. Charles um, a couple of years in a row. I would say so. Stefanitas, man. Like, if you're looking for, like, yeah. if you don't like emos and you're trying to still try some St. Louis pizza. Yeah. South pizza, Stefanitas in O'Fallon, they got some really good pizza. Breakfast or dinner? Dinner. Breakfast. Even though I don't, like, on regular days, I won't eat breakfast, but, like, I like breakfast food. Like, I would eat breakfast food for dinner. Like, pancakes, waffles, hash browns. Your dinner guy? Burger, oh, fries, oh, steak. Yeah, for sure. Sure. I like that. I like. I, there's, it's only because I only like a couple breakfast foods. Like I really like eggs. Like, but I'll, like, I'll, toast and I'll shit. have eggs like on a burger though. So like, right. it's not that I hate breakfast. It's just that like my options are limited. Right. Yeah. Egg, like yeah. I really love eggs and bacon more than based yeah, yeah. a whole breakfast. I do like breakfast food. I, I like. I fuck with some French toast though. So. If you meet somebody and they don't like French toast, <laughs> that's like when I meet somebody and they tell me that they don't drink. Kind of like scares me a lot. Right. They don't drink like at all. They're like, it's just weird to try. I mean, obviously, like there is people that don't drink that I trust, but I'm saying, like, initially, it's just like, wow. If you if you had to pick, um, well, two questions: favorite cereal and soda or Gatorade forever. Favorite cereal, soda, and Gatorade. Yeah, soda and Gatorade forever. Cereal, the number one goaded cereal is Fruity Pebbles, and with the marshmallows or no? No, 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 no. regular Fruity Pebbles, cinnamon toast crunch. Lucky Charms are Lucky Charms are pretty damn good. Like if you like nah, marshmallows, nah, I don't fuck with no Lucky Charms. You don't like Lucky Charms at all. Or, or the Fruit Loops. I like Fruit Loops. I like Cocoa Puffs, Cocoa Pebbles, Fruity Dino Bites, not Fruity uh, Cho- Cocoa Dino Bites. Hey, I don't like chocolate, but the motherfuckers hit with the oh, regular. Cocoa, yeah, Cocoa Dino Bites. And you I get the chocolate like, milk at the I don't end. Like oh. I don't like the Cocoa Dino Bites, but I mean they do come in that big bag, which is like. I like the French Toast cereal. The um. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. No, no, it's literally French toast. Yeah, like French toast, toast, cinnamon. Yeah, cinnamon crunch is it's gas. And you guys say you pick I know. soda or Gatorade forever. Oh, Gatorade. Gatorade. I don't it's drink not, soda. Not like I like I like soda. Like Doctor P is the go-to soda, but you you couldn't cut. You're not worried about cutting soda out right now, though. I mean, I couldn't cut Gatorade out. Like, does that mean I can still drink Powerade? Or like, I couldn't drink any. Like, well, yeah, that's the same. Drink like that. You, like, you know, can't like Powerade body armor. None of that. So yeah, like, no. So you're either drinking just juices or you drink soda too. Oh yeah, got to cut out soda because like if you're drinking soda and water all the time and that's it, you're gonna need some pee light or something to get hydrated. <laughs> you gonna be through. <laughs> I know some people like that just drink soda though. No, 100. percent Like our neighbor Jack Jones, it's all diet Pepsi. <laughs> and like, oh, and like with dinner he'll yeah, drink like two diet Pepsi's with it. It's like no it's water. Like, he said he probably drinks a gallon of water a month. Not even. That's what he said. Not even. He doesn't. He doesn't drink a lot. Of water. I've never in my life since we've been living here for the 
last year and I have seen him drink. Which water. I, I feel like once like you know like what being hydrated feels like, you're like, I'd rather be like that. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I feel that. Being dehydrated is like one of the worst fucking feelings ever. Like <laughs> it is. I feel that. And uh I don't know about one of the worst feelings ever, but it's definitely not very comfortable. Right. I like being comfortable. <laughs> like no, I'm saying like <laughs> <laughs> this, this man's never really faced adversity, apparently. No, I mean I'm talking about like you're super dehydrated, like nah, yeah, so, like, I mean I guess like dehydrated would be like anytime you're sick you're dehydrated. Right. What's the uh would be the last question to close it out? Uh what's the goal of closing out the year? Self goals. Uh go up uh ten G's in sports betting. <laughs> Hey, I believe you heard it here first from the yeah. Oracle. I got faith. I got, I appreciate I got it. faith. I'm gonna need it. I got faith. Sports betting is it's a it's a rigorous process for sure, man. But like obviously there's like professional handicappers, so like and I obviously never seem to you know go go underneath enough to have to. All right, I got one more question for each of you, just independently. What's your what do you expect? Do you expect in six months? Do you expect to be negative or positive in sports betting? And um, Jacob, if you uh, well, what's your what's your plans closing out the year? Go ahead. I would say plans closing out the year. Try to stack some more bread up for the end of the year, hoping that uh, these crypto investments I hit take off a little bit. You're into crypto. Let's talk off the pot. We don't. Yeah, yeah. Talk, yeah, that's that's a whole nother. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I rock. I mean, like, my logic is it's gonna go up. <laughs> I'm just. I think it's gonna get more integrated into the system. And, God, I feel like if you're not in crypto now, you just can't get in. You can't get in. I was, I was taking that same thing. What big dip? Bitcoin, sixty grand. Ethereum's it was, like it was just it was just in the forties though, like just fucking couple months yeah. ago. So like it, t- it takes big dips. Like that's when when I say a big dip, I mean obviously there's no like correct or no. I'm not convinced that if you're buying Bitcoin or Ethereum, you could buy it right now and at any time. And if you're planning on keeping it long term, it's a good investment. Do you guys believe in NFTs? No. Well, yeah, kind of, because like some of the there's. So basically, Facebook just sold, like now they're Meta, like Meta is the company that Facebook is now. And there's this whole thing that's getting created called like the Metaverse. That is a whole different social media world. Yeah, social media world that like you are in. And that's going to like grow. There's going to be an economy of that. And so like people will be purchasing and trading things in this Metaverse. And that's where these NFTs and all this stuff are going to, I mean, they're taking off right now. Like you see how much they're selling for. It's going to be nuts, man. I mean, I saw my buddy. I mean, he was just predicting. But he was saying that he thinks that this metaverse's economy will eventually be greater than the world's economy. Which, like, just thinking about that. Right. Michigan, if you had to if you had to burn or freeze one, Michigan or Missouri? If I had to what? If you had to, well, not burn or freeze, but if you had so to, like. Like, like if, if it you, disappeared. Yeah. Oh, wow. The whole state would just disappear. Yeah. We get to pick Michigan or Missouri. Michigan. I mean, I can't can't just take Missouri off the map. There's too many people I know here, so it has to be. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking this college away from. You know what I He's even rocking the Michigan with that. Yeah, dude, that would just without Michigan football, I mean, shit, who would I root for? You know what I mean? Ohio State. <laughs> you couldn't take another team. I mean, I'd have to pick one. How hurt? I'd have, I'd have to just go to Missouri. <laughs> 
gotta get our, my tears already in you know, Michigan. What'd you do after that loss last week? Oh, threw the cry himself to sleep. Yeah. But were you here? Yeah. He <laughs> was, was, was quiet after I mean, dude, we're up to the long. <laughs> we're up 30 to 16 with five minutes left in the third quarter. We looked amazing on offense. And then, I mean, Kenneth Walker with five touchdowns. I mean, he's, he, he needs to be in the Heisman conversation. I know he is, but I hate it. Yeah, I mean, we lost. We won this week. Next week, if we beat Penn State, we'll pick up some steam. And then we got Northwestern after that. And then we play Ohio State. So. I feel that. Close it out. Super Bowl right now. Who is it? Rams. Right, no, who's in it? The matchup. Uh, Rams, Ravens. I got Bills, Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys win uh, 27-24 OT. Marcus? I think it's going to be. Think the Cardinals, Cardinals think they're gonna win? Yeah. All right. I think, it's this year. I think I'm gonna take the Rams, and I think I'm taking AFC final final bet after watching this week. I think the Chiefs are gonna come back and do it. Wow. We're about to find out right here at these afternoon games. Rams, so. Chief. Hey, this is Swerving, my boy Jaco, Jace, Marcus, be on here soon. We have another episode. I gotta get Kyle and the other boys on, so that'll be a part two that I have. And uh, appreciate you guys. Tune in, and Swerving's out. <laughs>